Silence in the face of evil is in itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. That's actually a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who stood against the German government during the time when there was persecution, not only against the Jews, but against Christians and pastors. We all can see the effect of what happens when there's a lack of knowledge. But in America, we don't necessarily have an information problem. We have an application problem. Well, this is why these courses were specifically designed not only to help you understand what the role of government is, why God's role of government is important, and why the Constitution was written. It will take you then to show you how you can apply these principles. Government versus God is a four-week intensive course on is government over God or is God over government? You ever heard the argument that abortion is legal? There is no law in the books written by Congress that abortion is legal. We need to be involved more in politics, but if you don't know any of those areas, you can't get involved. And our brand new Live Liberated Constitution course is a 14-week study on not only the documents of our founding of America, but also how you can apply those principles now to stand against tyrannical government. It actually says that we're created equal. Created by who? Someone greater than us. And that that creator endows us with rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not only are we endowed with them, they're unalienable, which means they're non-transferable. So we just had a perfect glance from 1606 to 1787. Every single document shaped either their colony or their state or their region to say, look, God is of the utmost importance. God is the lawgiver. God is the creator. He's the one who gives me rights. Governments always exist, not only to ensure rights, but to make sure that you're free. But when governments go outside of those bounds, it's up to us, we the people, to stand against them. Order your copies today. Hey guys, welcome to the Self Evident Podcast. You that got Massey dancing. You got me. I was all like, dancing. I was in. Baby. Right, we I was are in. in. I was. I was. I was. It, it is Saturday morning. It is nine eight nine nine fifteen. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We had to do some uploading. Um, I have a date with my beautiful wife right after this. So have a great night. Thank you so much, guys, for God coming bless. out. God, God bless. God bless. Hey, thank you. We love you thank all. You. Hey, I just want to say real quick. <laughs> We had the coolest time in South Carolina, oh, Missouri. So man. much fun! I like, love how going much, to those conferences. Like, man. I know, but you and I were both there, right? How much ministry goes on at these conferences? Right, right, and that's I, okay. So a little bit of uh, braggadocio out of us for big word. Crock just gave me the look. You're like, using what? words. <laughs> what is um, that? So well, one of the things that I think makes us unique is self-evident when we're at these homeschool conventions is. We are not there just to sell products. I mean, the product helps us get to the next event. So when you see us, come say hi, buy a t-shirt, do what you need to do. But our, our biggest focus and our biggest priority is how can we minister? How can we help you? How can we guide? How can we give answers? How, we, how can we direct? Hi, Shelly from Ohio. It's so hi, important Gloria. to us to not just reach out to you in the political realm, the current event realm, but truth, the more important realm of the kingdom of God. Exactly. And so when we get there and we're able to minister, we're able to, to reach out, we're able to pray for people, lay hands on people. We're able to heal people, prophesy into people, man, that's what motivates us. That's the thing that we, we love doing there. And it's unique because I'm sorry, but I don't see many people doing that and not not just at You're the good. conventions that we're at, but 
all over. And there's there's kind of this separation that happens in the conservative realm and the Christian realm, and they kind of go their two two paths. Yet they they give honor to each other. Yeah, it's like no, we're bringing them both together. No, amen. It's so time. like it's 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 First Corinthians two all over again. It's like when I came to you, brothers and sisters, I didn't come to you as someone superior in a speaking ability or wisdom, as I proclaimed to you the testimony of who God. Right. We proclaim the testimony of God, for I determined to know nothing except Christ crucified, Paul said, right? And he said, I didn't come to you. I came to, he said, I came also in weakness and fear and in trembling. In other words, my flesh was dead. So we go there to these events going, God, you know, we got to do this again, right? But then he said, and my message and my preaching were not with persuasive words of men's wisdom, but he came in the power and the demonstration of God. So men would find their faith in the power of God, not the wisdom of men. So when we're at these events, a lot of the times just ministering. Yeah. That's a, that, it ends up happening that way where it's all ministry at that point. And we see ourselves going, Lord, this isn't just a conference. This isn't just about homeschoolers. This isn't about just a parenting or kids. This is literally about transformation. We, we prayed for three girls in South Carolina to receive the baptism of the spirit. Um, at the end of, uh, of Missouri, which was last week, there was a young woman and, and they're, they're called the Whiteford sisters. If they're on Instagram, shout out. Uh, so when we, I was there, the 18 year old stood up on the chair after I speak seven times or whatever. And after every one, I'm praying and ministering every one of them, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. I could be talking about toilet paper. I'm going to pray. So then all of a sudden she stood up and she said, this man has been pouring out his heart for us for the last two and a half days. And anybody who's been in these classes, who's benefited from this. And you know, they all started cheering. She said, can we come over and pray for him? And they came over, laid hands on our, for our ministry, my, my family, your family, uh, all that stuff. And it was like the most cool thing. I've never experienced that before where people actually minister right. to you. Right. And uh, the, 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 the whole idea is God is on the move. God is moving forward. God is, do is doing what he's doing uh, because he loves his kids. You know what I mean? We want to see that too. If you guys want us to come on out, you just saw that video. If you want us to come on out and speak, Mike and I both travel all over the country. We're adding new speakers this year by the grace of God. We're going to add another two, maybe. And uh, we need to get the message out there. We want to continue to go out there and plow and push this mm -hmm. thing forward. So call us, uh, shoot us a text on, on Messenger or something, uh, and we'll get, we'll get in contact with you to get out there. We do churches. We do homeschooling events. We do, right. uh, we've done schools, many schools, colleges. I, I don't care what college you go to. We'll go there. And I was actually invited to, 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 to Harvard once, and, and, and it, did, it never came through, I think, because of COVID. But I was going to go speak at the Harvard government. Area. I was like, okay, let's do it, you know? <laughs> and uh, that would have been fun. And if, if you've got a church or a community group or, or political group, whatever, that, that you think, hey, maybe this would work. Hey, Dale, not sorry. Quite sure, get us in contact with your leadership. Uh, get, get some type of communication going. We'll, we'll take it from there. It's fine. And we don't mind being rejected. And we guys, move on to the next spot. We don't cost that much. It's only $20,000. And which, then you, we need which, a limo that is exactly 72 degrees. And then we need a four-star hotel and hors d'oeuvres that's I, it and I, we can come to your area now, now here's the deal i do need a bowl of m&ms with 86.7 percent of them orange <laughs> are the there rest, orange m&ms and the rest blue you mean I skittles know. i don't know we'll figure it out figure it out solve the problem stop telling me you can't do it come right on, baby come on so, Believe by faith, Shalene. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, Shalene. So, so here's what I do want to say before we get into all of it. Man, I look short on this right now. It's because he's not zoomed in. Way to go, Croft. He's, he's all about short. making him look like a munchkin. You can't get my orange M&Ms, and now you're making me look short. That's it. 
That's it. That's it. I can't work under these conditions. You're fired. Okay. So before <laughs> before we begin, I I just want to say thank you to all of those of you who have come to know us through the conventions. And now you're paying attention to the podcast. You're checking out our information. You like us. You hate us. We love you. We do. And guys, we don't care if you dissent. We no, get a lot of those. No, we, I, I would rather have people. Yeah, we get argue. tons of comments that are dissenting. But you know what the dissenters are? You're fat and stupid. I mean, it's really all <laughs> literally every yes. comment I get on <laughs> any platform. Well, you're fat. It's like, I, you think I don't know that? And I'm not speaking that over myself. It just is, right? I'm not because God, by the grace of God, I'll be skinnier. And I know that. And we're working on that. But literally, they don't know how to defend their position so much that they attack you. Dude, that's it, it. And honestly, that stuff just kind of makes me laugh when I see that stuff. And you, you guys are fat. And just get your vaccine. OK, that's that's the best you got, man. That's it's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and half the time, guys, those who dissent you. Uh, can I give you a little encouragement? If you guys start your channels and you get out there and you start getting these weirdos again. Just look at the followers in their accounts. You'll see they have yeah. 1 to 15. And every time they comment, you know what I say? Thank you for following us on your fake account since you weren't bold enough to follow us on your own personal one. But the second thing is your comments are driving up the algorithm. Yeah. So keep on commenting. And they stop commenting. You'll, you'll notice when, when people come after us, we love to say thank you for, for helping give us exposure and helping us in the algorithms. Man, they, they go quiet real fast because what they don't realize is the more they comment, even if they press dislike, they're interacting with our stuff, which gives it more exposure. Yeah, it gives it more exposure. So uh, Shelly Harris just said, pretty shallow of calling you fat is their only argument. Shelly, it's just it's the nature of the beast. You know, I, there's a saying out there. If you know the nature of the beast, don't be don't be shocked by what it does. Right. Right. And and, and the world is the world. And they're going to continue to do that to try to shut you up. And they can't do it. And so uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, what is this? Morning, Massey, Mike, facts and points from Andrew Payek. Uh, uh, let's see. Shalene says hi. She loves our podcast. Good morning, guys. Uh, <laughs> Dale wants green. Not blue. Or, uh, let's <laughs> Me see. Me too. I want yeah, green. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We're what, not. What's that, Croft? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Go, baby. Let's do this. You guys ready? I'm ready. Hey, you Man, guys ready to smoke some? The... Ready to smoke some weed? Smoke some weed. The mota. Hey, Chichen Chong are back. That's right. The mota. All right. I kind of feel at home since I'm Mexican here. I... <laughs> hey they voted to legalize pot well through the house right it's not yeah legal, through the legal. house house 220 to 204 um you probably have an idea how that vote kind of went um house of representatives they have voted to decriminalize the cannabis and the marijuana yeah marijuana marijuana so most people don't think it's going to get past the senate's 60 vote threshold yeah, we'll see. Um, there may be enough Republicans that say, hey, this is really a non-issue and it's it's time to move forward. And it's, it's yeah, it's odd. And in the political game, there's Republicans who may see it as an opportunity to buy a couple of moderate independent votes. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So what this is going to do is it'll remove it from the controlled substance list. Yeah. Now, yeah. mind you, I, I stopped for a second. I want you guys to comment. Do you agree with decriminalizing marijuana or not? Yeah, comment below. And, and there, we're, we're kind of doing a poll because we have a different take on, on what most people will think we should have a take on. Execution. Okay. Oh, you, want me to go into it? you want me to go into it? No, no. <laughs> 
Let, so, let me feed it. First. So no, 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 here, yeah, we we have a different take, or at least I do. I don't know. I don't know about Mike. No and, execution. And... <laughs> if you get cut, too much weed, you're dead. You know what, what's that? Know? No, no, jail. Yeah. He's like a cook, cook chicken too much, jail. Too much weed, jail. <laughs> no, you know what we won't have yeah, a problem yeah. with. Weed, weed. <laughs> so, so, so criminalizing, decriminalizing. What was your question? Oh, I was, well, was your question yeah, decriminalizing? I'm, I'm asked, yes. I'm asking you folks, wherever you're listening, viewing, whatever, I want you to comment. Do you believe that you should, that we as America, the federal government, should decriminalize marijuana? Yeah. So, let me read what this bill actually does. And then Massey and I are going to get into our opinion on it. So this will remove it from the list, put an 8% tax on it. It's going to allow some charges of people. <laughs> there it is. Put a what tax on it? 8% tax. So it's not, it's, not, it's not decriminalizing it. It's legalizing it. Okay? There's a big difference, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Right. So this will allow some charges to be expunged to people who have already been convicted for small-time marijuana offenses, uh, press for sentencing reviews, and it will even open up a program at the small business administration to give out loans and technical assistance, mind you to disadvantaged individuals. There it is guys. It is not for everybody. They'll also create a program called the equitable licensing grant program. Now, wow. Now, isn't that interesting? We can't just approach this of, Hey, we're going to decriminalize it. Now, all of a sudden it's, well, are you disadvantaged? Do you need equity? This would provide funds to minimize barriers to licensing and employment for individuals adversely impacted by the war on drugs. And, of course, it can't go anywhere without racial justice being brought up. Daily Wire reports. Representative Barbara Lee said, make no mistake. Yes, it is a racial justice bill. The ACLU says that black Americans are nearly four times more likely to be arrested for cannabis and related crimes than white <laughs> Americans, despite equal rates of use. These arrests can have detrimental impact on a person's quality of life oh, and can lead to difficulty finding employment, securing housing and accessing other benefits. So this, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get, this is my take on the weed bill. Okay. It should be decriminalized, but it should not be legalized. Hear me out. So, so, we have alcohol, right, which is legalized, right? Not decriminalized. It's legalized. I'll get into the difference in a minute. Tobacco, not – it's legalized, not decriminalized, okay? The bottom line is in America, we have the freedom to choose. I am not for smoking weed. I'm not for heavy drinking. I'm not for smoking. I'm not for any of that stuff. I am not for people – putting harmful things in their bodies. And there's a reason for that because we are the temples of the Holy ghost. And that does talk spiritually, but there is a thing too, where I'm a steward of my body. Right. And I realized this 41 years old, I put a lot of bad stuff in my body. Look at me. Right. And, and I'm working on that to, to work out of that. Not, not speaking negative against myself because I, I don't want to do that. But when the government says we're going to legalize something, what that means is they will control now what you do. So first it was illegal to do it. Now they're legalizing it. So now they're giving you permission, right? And they're controlling what you put legally in your body. One. Second, they'll make tax money off of it. Okay? Here's where it gets tricky. This uh, d Democrat that just said it's a, it's, a, it's a racist bill. Listen, they go to jail more times for getting caught with weed, heavy amounts of weed or whatever, whatever, right? What happens when they don't pay their taxes on that weed? <laughs> Let's get real, right? Because that's going to happen a lot. You're going to see it. Are they going to say, this is racial inequality? 
No, government didn't get their money. Ask Wesley Snipes, right? 10 years. Like th this is the issue we're having is when government says we're, we're going to get rid of the war on drugs. No, you're not. You're commercializing the war on drugs. You, yeah. yeah. So this is what's happening. They're not doing anything any different. It's still illegal because now you're doing it their way again. So they got one. They're not decriminalizing anything. They're not legalizing anything. There's it's still illegal if you do it the wrong way. And it, okay, so Massey, prepare yourself because I'm going to give some fodder for Media Matters, um, and this is going to get taken completely out of context. One of my problems with the ACLU's argument is they don't take into account other charges when they're talking about Black Americans are more likely to be uh, given uh, marijuana offenses as opposed to White Americans, despite same rates of use. Now, here's here's where my issue is. We have to look at other factors, such as what are they originally getting arrested for? Because if you're getting arrested for something else and there's marijuana on you, then you're going to get a marijuana charge as well. There you go. There's there's other factors at play. And and I'm not even I'm not saying that we shouldn't just stop all this legal issue about marijuana. Personally. I'm done with government getting involved in the whole game. Okay, liberty is right? dangerous. Liberty right. is scary. It's a risk. Right? And this is where the Christian needs to stand up and say, look, you could do that with your life, okay? You can go down this road, right? We do it with druggies all the time. We do right. it with people who are drunkards all the time when they come to church, right? But there's a better way. There's Jesus Christ. There's a, there's a way that God has influenced us to walk by the Spirit. Not this Spirit, but the Spirit, right? Not you, this Spirit, but the Spirit. You, go ahead. Oh. And you know what else on that whole thing? So we look at prohibition, right? A black market, a, a making something illegal creates a black market because it creates profit. Truth. Right? There's, there's, and if we look at it in the spiritual realm, one of the issues with the Pharisees was they were so focused on the law and regulation that it created wickedness and sin within them, right? So. Instead of us going, well, we just need to regulate more. We need to make something illegal. This, this was a whole problem with the women, uh, not the women, but the women were mostly part of it. The temperance movement that pushed for prohibition. The whole problem was this is the cause and source of all of our ills. Here's, here's something. So I want to go a little bit further with that. So House Republicans. That's a really good discussion going on on Facebook, guys. Amen. Thank you awesome. so much for that. You know, and, and we'll leave time at the end of this segment to, to grab some good comments. Um, but House Republicans reportedly debated Thank the you. legislation. They were saying it would result in more kids being exposed to the substance, noted how it didn't address mental health problems in adults who use it. Point was also made how the country has deeper issues that need to be fixed. Jim Jordan said the left will not let the Democrats do what needs to be done with the inflation problem, the energy problem, the illegal, illegal immigration problem on the southern border. So what do they do? They legalize drugs. Wow. We're, we're in the wrong argument for me. Right, right, this, right. This is the wrong argument. Leaving it illegal doesn't solve any of your problems. No, it just listen, guys, answer this question below. The more you tell someone not to do something, the more they're going to want to what? So if you say it's illegal, it's going to create a natural black hole. It's going to create a black market or a white market, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what to politically yeah, correct today, right? A white hole, white market, whatever you want to call it. I don't care, right? People are making money. And guys, government's been drug running for years. Go right? look it up. Look up, look up the look CIA. Up, look up cocaine cowboys, okay? Yep. just That's all I got to say. They've been drug running for years. So this crap that they're doing is not virtue. 
this crap that they're doing is control. So they're trying to control people who want to do drugs, right? If they really cared, we'd say, hey, we want a program out there to make sure these kids aren't selling drugs, right? So they create these false programs like the D.A.R.E. program. I don't care if you like this or not. The D.A.R.E. program did more to put kids on drugs than the other. I, I can attest to that. So in a moment of vulnerability, I won the D.A.R.E. essay in fifth grade. I, I won that essay where you talk about how you're not going to do drugs, you're not going to drink alcohol, blah, blah, blah. You know what D.A.R.E. really was? And actually studies have proven that drug use and illicit substance use is more likely in those who have taken D.A.R.E. program than those who haven't. Right. You know what it did? It trained me of like, oh, that's what that is. That that's what that does. Yeah. Okay. So right? so 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 in that train of thinking, right? Yeah. What does what does marijuana actually do? There's studies that it, it helps improve with like seizures. Uh, some, Andrew said there are benefits treating epilepsy uh, and, and things like right. that. Uh, different right. different diseases, right? Now that stuff can be done through the doctors, right? We can we can do take out some of the addictive nature of that stuff. Which, which is good, right? But here's, here's the, whole, the whole problem we have, and this is where we differ with many Christians, right? Is you're looking at this through the Christian's lens, not a liberty lens. And any Christian should say liberty is liberty, right? Like right. growing up, Adam and them, before any government, they had liberty to do what they wanted, right? Right. And, and I'm sure there was a lot of things they could have done that would be considered illegal, right? But they did it. They had the liberty to do it. It is up to the Christian to go out and preach the gospel. It's like we're getting government to limit what sin should be when that's, that's on the duty of the church and the Christian. Yeah. The more we get government involved in these things, the more they will control you. Now they're saying they're legalizing it. No, listen to me closely. They are controlling you more. They're controlling you more. They're not doing anything to get rid of the addiction of weed. They're just regulating it now and saying, what, go ahead and pay a tax and you can go ahead and do it. They're legalizing sin is what they're doing. And, and we can go two different paths on this whole thing. And I can have that conversation with you guys at any point along that path. Um, I, I speak from a lot of experience, you know, you, you go the, the biology argument. There's a lot of people, Oh, it's not addicting. And but okay. Yeah. There's no, there's not really a physical addiction, but there's definitely emotional mental addiction that happens. Totally. It, it, but otherwise, why would you do it every Bro, day? Consistently. Listen, there are some people who need, certain drugs i'm not even for this I, I don't like antidepressants and if you're on them you want us to pray for you we will do that you know like i think antidepressants are terrible those can be abused you go to the hospital you get surgery you get vicodin you get right. any kind of pain that can be abused should we just look what government which, does they've regulated it which right they regulate opioids which are 200 times worse than marijuana right opioids are are pharmaceuticals that they use that are regulated, that they allow, right? But right now, marijuana isn't allowed. You know, and that's that's one of those issues in that realm. Let's go to the Christian realm. One of my issues with marijuana, right? And and I went through this, and the Lord led me through this. Is there is something that drugs do that is a spiritual activation? It actually activates drugs. Do this certain drugs, I should say activate the same area of the brain where it lights up for spiritual encounters or spiritual experiences. To me, that's a consistent sign that there is a spiritual dimension Truth. going on Truth. in terms of drugs. Truth. That's why so many cultures, civilizations throughout time have used drugs to attain spiritual experiences and encounters. Now, 
uh, the Indians did it with the peyote. Peyote, like peyote's a big. You know, they get all that. They start fasting. They get into little, the yeah. little uh, what do you call it? Steam room. Do a little peyote, and they start to see visions. Right, because it opens up to the spiritual world. To go along that line, I, I, Morgan Freeman has a show about spiritual things and all of that. And there was one that he was doing on one of those Native American basically rites of passage, where the child does this drug experience, and their spirit guide enters into them. And this child was saying, I can feel them inside me. Dude, there you go. What does now, that tell you as a Christian? That's the Christian response now. So take take the legalizing, non-legalizing, whatever. That now is the Christian argument, right? What this does to the spiritual man, what this does to your physical body, the demonic realm that you're opening to yourself, okay? This is where, that's our argument, okay? Not a government regulating it. But the spiritual nature of what happens. Now, that is where your authority lies, Christian. You could try to stop sin all you want. It's a heart change. Like, this is what we've been trying to preach for years. You can't stop people by sinning with legislation. They're going to do it. And they're going to find ways to do it. This is why it's, like, so stupid. Oh, uh, Don't come into my, this bank doesn't allow guns. They will, criminals will <laughs> always have guns. What don't they get? I was good, Rob. This you're bank. literally putting a sign on your door saying "Rob me," because nobody has guns in there. That's what you're doing because the the, the psyche of things that they're doing, like they're depending on people's uh, integrity. You can't do that, right? Only thing you could do is a be the church and b liberty reigns. Liberty's dangerous, man. But this is the Christian's response. Now's the time to say no, dude. <laughs> I've I've been I've never been drunk I've never been on weed I don't know anything you know, like right, but I was on pornography and that crap will destroy you. That'll Fast. take that'll take your soul, man. It'll take your family. It'll take your prayer life. It'll take you away from the Lord. It'll take your eyes off what matters. I know the spiritual door, dude. Porn is massively addictive, but they don't they don't legalize that or criminalize. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we don't know the effect. We could say weed, it's just a small, you don't know the effect of the people harvesting it all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with porn, whatever. So it's more of the spiritual, demonic aspect we need to be talking and, about. And that's that's really where we as Christians get into this whole thing. And and at this point, I'm I would be belaboring the point that you're getting from us is making it illegal is not going to change anything. It just creates a black market. However, we as the church and as Christians, we should point to a better way, which is Christ. And I am more than willing to sit down and explain the, the spiritual dimensions of stuff like drugs and alcohol Come and on. pornography. Come on. We, we are doing a disservice if we as Christians don't point that out first, as opposed to saying, well, it should That's be illegal. It. That's it. That's it. You could try in your, in your hardest mind, right? I regulate my house in the sense of, what comes in, what goes out, right? Right. I still have to teach my kids conscience. Yeah. One of the biggest troubling things my dad was telling me was, you know, I was, I was hard on you. It wasn't that you were hard on me. You were keeping me from things that I was interested in, right? And the way you made it sound was, don't do this because I said so. Not don't do this because, hey, there's spiritual doors that'll open. Hey, there's, yeah. there's, there's massive consequences for this. Those thoughts will never leave you unless the Spirit of God cleanses you from that. You know, all those things and more. It was, don't do this because I said. That's an argument from authority. The only one that has authority over us is God. And if you start arguing from a place of authority to a non-believer, you're going to lose them. You don't have authority over them. They're, they're agents of free will. Right. They have to choose God. So they don't see that 
see, Satan lures them. He doesn't force them. They're lured by their lust. James talks about that. They're drawn away from their own lust and enticed. So you can't lure them in by law. You got to lure them in by the spirit of God and love. What changes them? It's the kindness of God that drew me to repentance, right? Amen. This is where it's at. It's a spiritual battle. You can't fight it legally. And the more you try to fight it legally, you will lose the argument because men will want to choose sin over God every time because you're telling them not to because there's no heart change. And, and they'll be able to use your own faith against you it, it, no matter what realm you're in. It, let's look at the whole homosexuality debate because this, this, this idea transfers well in an analogy Dude. for the Christian. The Christian goes, we need to make it illegal. They shouldn't be able to get married because it's sin and wickedness. Truth. The problem is they're not working by your standards. They're already not in your realm. They're not by your standards. In fact, a lot of them are pushing against because you've tried to enforce on, your bro. standards upon them. Come on. The difference comes when you go, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Somebody who's not saved, it doesn't matter what the sin is. They're not saved. That's it. That's, that's it. That's the issue. Once you get a person saved, once once you become that vessel of the Holy Spirit to bring a person to salvation, bro, then you have that conversation. There you go. Standards. There you go. There you go. See, a whole different realm. Exactly. Romans 8 is awesome. My One of my favorite, probably the favorite chapter of the Bible for me. When I figured out the grace and the love of God, it changed my life, right? 13, 14 years of being a Christian. Joe's on right now, Joseph Z. Amen. And he preached one time in Minnesota. I was up there. It was, it was after it was 2013, November, 2013. He looked at me and said, God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Changed my life completely. Right. I was like, wait a second. This doesn't make any sense to my flesh. Right. Because you can't preach Romans eight without Romans six and seven. Right. So Romans six talking about the death of sin, what sin does, the sin nature, right. The, the causality of sin, what it does. Romans seven is the struggle between the flesh and the spirit. And here's Romans eight. Right. But it says something in there in Romans 8 that's very, very telling. It says, those that are after the flesh, mind the things of the flesh. But those that are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. And we're trying to get people to think spiritually of fleshy means. Can't do that. And we've been losing this battle for years because we're trying to get people to act Christian. Right. So if you follow the law, you act Christian, not be Christian. That's why there's no power in the church. Amen. I'm sorry. It's Amen. the truth. You're absolutely That's right. why there's no power anymore. When it's like, dude, I'm tired of being a Christian. I want to yep. see the power of the Lord. I want to see it manifested. I want to see more miracles and signs because these signs shall follow those that believe. And, I, and you can't get them in those signs and wonders if they don't believe. So this law stuff, ridiculous. I'll, I'll, I'll give you encouragement. Then we'll go to comments because I do want to get into the nationalism stuff. We'll, we'll skip the Title 42 stuff. Um, one last point on all of this is... Oh man, I just lost. Bro, we it. just no, I just, dang it! That <laughs> was so dude, good. Dude, we were we were on a we were in a oh, roll. It's it funny so because well, we didn't it? expect to do this, but no. praise God! If you're listening and you don't have Jesus Christ, this is for you. What was your last point? My last point was that those that are after the flesh mind the things of the flesh. Those that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. You can't use fleshy means to get a spiritual answer. You can't do it. And so the spirit of God has to impregnate them, illuminate them, change their whole. Soul and right. that has to revive the soul. So, no, Psalm 19:7. I got my idea back. Let me give you some encouragement on this too, because I think sometimes we as Christians we miss the forest for the trees. Let me encourage you that the Holy Spirit absolutely positively, without a doubt, creates transformation in people. God, I, dude, I, come I tell on. people this all the time, and I will continue to say this. I know people 
that should have committed suicide suicide 15 years ago. I know people who should have honestly shot up a post office. And I don't say that tongue in cheek. I mean that with every fiber of my being. They should have committed a massacre. You want to know what changed their life? The Holy Spirit. Come on, They are man. totally transformed. People have Come lived on, lives dude. that you could never imagine. Yet now they are stable, flourishing, nourished, beautiful, powerful people. Why? What's the, the, the common denominator through all of it? The Holy Spirit. The Lord. Jesus Christ has changed their life, and they are now a new creation That's in it, Christ. Right there. They're so new. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, where you've been, how you've been. When Jesus Christ enters your life, there is the, 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 the moment of transformation. Now, does that mean you will be completely transformed on the day of? No, not necessarily. But man, a transformation will happen, and the sanctification will happen. You will walk that journey and the Lord will cleanse things out. Now he'll bring things to mind and you have to be obedient to work dude, with the Lord dude, to cleanse on. those things out. Come on, baby. But he will lead you into being a new creation in him. And so sometimes we as Christians, we think, oh, the law will transform. No, the law does not give life. It gives death. Why? Because the law points to everything you can't do on your own. That's it. You, you can't do it on your come own. On. Come on, and you can't. You don't even want to try. You will spend your whole life convicted, condemned, and right. lost. And you'll you'll look at God as a tyrant, not a father, if you try to do it in your own works. And do people? What's it? There's a saying Tozer said. He said a Pharisee is hardest on other people and not harder on himself, but a Christian is easier with others and harder on himself. I think that's so right because I look at compassion with others because I know the sin that's in me. Luther even said that. He said people think I'm a fixed star. But inside him, a wandering planet. He said he yeah. feared his heart more than all the popes and cardinals of Europe. This, the spirit of God changed him to say, my sin is greater than your sin. But like Paul said, I'm a chief of sinners. But oh, by the grace of God, oh, by the grace of God, he used me and he transformed me and he saved me. Right. To now do his will, to go out and reach the lost, take the captives and set them free. Right. right? That he said that on the church he built and on the gates of hell won't prevail. It wasn't on Christianity. It was the church, man. The, the Bible is built. Right, I'm sorry, the, the, the truth is built on the pillar of the church, the ground of truth, right? It's time to be the church. Can't let legislation do this. It's never going to change anything. Right. It's the heart of man. And, dude, I'm, I'm – uh, uh, yeah, Joe, there's a ton, boy. There's a ton. <laughs> I love it, you guys. No, this was good. This was, a good, this was a good conversation. Uh, Joe really likes you. There's no other presence like the presence of the Holy Spirit. I'm addicted to the Holy Spirit's presence. Come on, Gloria. Amen. You cannot legalize morality, Joe. That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we made Joe cry. <laughs> Shalene says, Sh Shalene, uh, it, it's Joe said this. I like the brother you're talking with, Massey. He's sharp and has great stuff to say. Amen. He's my brother. He's been Thank with you. me for 11 years almost now. Uh, let's see. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Come on. Come on, Rick. There you go, baby. Grace is real change on the inside. Religion tries to make people change on the outside. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. like just plowing back and forth trying to find the comments. <laughs> just, uh, just pop some up that you really like, Croft. And I like this. Rick uh, Jimenez says, as we stand, we occupy, we don't compromise. Come on. Amen. Uh, let's see. Joe said, we act like the image of the glory of God that we serve. He is angry at judging you. If he is angry and judging you, you will act that way toward people. Ooh. 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 Dude. That's good. That's you only good. act out what you're... That makes this... Oh, my gosh, Joe. Thank you for that. Jesus said, I only do and say the things my father tells me. Right. Ooh. And if you think you're hearing God that way, that's exactly how you'll be with other people. Dude, that's which, dangerous which, stuff. 
Shalene said, oh, but by the grace of God, come on, dude. If that doesn't make you break inside, that he has grace on you, right? If you literally took an inventory of your life, knowing you don't deserve the grace of God, but he did it anyway, your love towards him grows. You know what that reminds me of is when Christ is talking to, to, to I believe it's the Pharisees, and they're talking about the difference of fathers. And Christ says, I am of my father, but you are of your father, Ooh. father of lies, right? Ooh. But extrapolate that out. What is Christ pointing to? You're of your father. So you follow in the footsteps dude, of your father. Dude. You listen to your father, right? Your father is the one who you listen to and believe and follow, right? So it's not just the father of lies. It's the father of judgment, the father of, of shame, the father of, of oppression, the father of legalism, right? So, so it's not just that. Abiding in the true father, abiding in him is in love. That's right. Love, righteousness, peace, right? We, we can go through the fruits of the spirit. When you abide in the father, those are the things that you are abiding in. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is doing them through you, right? It's not your fruits. It's the spirit's dude, dude, fruits. Dude, I'm telling you. But the fruits or, or deeds of the flesh, dissension there's, strife oppression there's fruit there's fruit on every side there's fruit on other side bad fruit yeah. bad fruit good fruit and we're we're already at 40 minutes on Woo! topic <laughs> we didn't plan on doing that, yeah. that that's do we even get into the nationalism i think we stuff? should Let, let's get into okay. it quick this is going to be a longer podcast guys so stick with us uh and 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 you're right shaleen abide in me and i and you amen john 15 that's totally Listen, Which I want to hit that. Someday. Can we can yeah, can we can we just talk about this quick before we get into this topic? It's gonna be a long you guys good with that longer podcast. Share this video if you guys want people to be set free, right? I want I, I want to say this to all of you. Some of us right now are going through a pruning process right now. We're going through what God is removing, God is adding to, God is shaping, God is molding. And some of you may be saying to yourself, golly, man, like I just I, I hate the season. I don't understand the season. Why do I feel like God's hiding me right now? Like and I don't I, that's I, terrible way to say it. God doesn't want me to do something right now. I don't feel released to do that yet. I want you to keep in mind, John 15 is very clear. He only prunes the tree that is bearing fruit. So don't feel like he's punishing you in the season. He's actually rewarding you in the season. He is not punishing you. He is rewarding you. And so when you look at what he's doing in your life, he's actually removing to add, to begin to add to your life as you bear more fruit in him. He does the bearing anyways. The Bible says he bears the fruit. So it's nothing you can do anyways. You're just dying to yourself. You're denying yourself. You're doing uh, everything in your in your will to stay out of what he's doing. And so don't feel like you're, 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 you're in a bad place or whatever. God is pruning the tree, and he's doing it across the boards, guys. If you can't see that nationally, he's doing it all across the boards right now. So God is amazing. Uh, God is awesome. And guys, I'm telling you, if you can see things through this eye, all things work together for good. Even if it's a bad season, he's working that out for the good because you cannot have a testimony of the overcomer without those seasons. I'm not saying he's bringing those seasons on you. God doesn't want you to suffer. He took all that stuff on the cross. So it's not the suffering he's after with you. He's after what you're learning, what you're growing into, the inner man, right? And so don't, don't, don't look at yourself uh, in, a, in, a, in a bad sense that you're not growing. That's, that's terrible. No, he's pruning the tree that's bearing the fruit. You're bearing the fruit. Onward, Christian soldiers. Keep pushing forward. Don't stop now. He brought you this far. He ain't going to drop you. He is so faithful to his word. I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's a prospering work that's going on in the body of Christ right now that if we can't see it with our eyes, that the fact that it's going, I got to save this for another show, but like <clears throat> the fact, listen, 
the fact that evil is being exposed right now is proof that the kingdom of God is here. He is answering our prayers. He's showing us the antithesis of the kingdom of God, which is this global crap. Okay, the global crap is antithesis to the kingdom of God. And so he's he's saying, Lord, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That our prayers that's happening now. If you can't see the hand of God in this, that's why I have hope. Look, we win either way. He takes us out. We're good. Right. Global governments. He protects his remnants. I'm telling you, yes, it's suffering. Yes, we're going to see some things. I understand that. Prepare. Make sure you're ready. But, dude, God will set his remnant aside because he's faithful to do it. And the church grew under persecution. If you look at Exodus, the more Pharaoh attacked them, the more they grew in number. God is faithful right now because he's growing the numbers of the church with true believers. This false stuff's going out the way, man. I'm telling you, these, these, these light gospels, they're moving. The God's, shake, God's shaking the tree right now. He's making sure what fruit will remain and what won't. And God's faithful. And guys, I'm telling you, it's for you. You don't have to worry because God does the fruit bearing. You just have to remain in him. You don't got to do anything. Oh my gosh, I got to make sure I'm, you're in. Just abide. Just right. abide and let him bear fruit. That's all you got to do. And, abide. And from the individual onto the body of the church, recognize the progress that happens in your life. I, I think sometimes we, we, we get so wrapped up in where we're not, we forget from where we've come. And you have to be able to see where the Lord has brought you over Ooh, the years. Come on, Joe. You are not the same man you used to be or same woman you used Dude, to be. Dude, watch this. Joe said this. God cares more about you and your development than your ministry or platform. He will require us to give up and to go up. Give up to when you right. die to that promise you think you have, when you die to it, and you don't even that's when God will use it because it's not attached to you anymore. It's mm-hmm. that 80s song, Joe. Hold on, loosely. Hold on loosely. That's what you're, that's the Christian walk. I hold on loosely. (laughs) I'm a steward of what he's giving me, but I let it go. Right. And he says, uh, uh, he wants to trust us to the next level of responsibility. Amen. It's, it's obedience each day, obedience each day. And he will work what he needs to work in you and he will do what he needs to do. That's the beautiful part of it is I tell people this all the time. Somebody gives you a prophecy set on the shelf, put it up there. Say, okay, that's right there. Because if God's going to do it, he's going to do it. Dude, yeah. You don't have to all of a sudden quit your job that day because the, somebody Dude, gave you a word. Faithful is he who has God called you. God will do it. Faithful is he who has called you who also will through us do it. If he, provides, he, he will do it. We can't get into that. Nationalist. No. We got to change it. <laughs> let's change the title of this. Oh, let's man, change the title of this. To, we'll, to, we'll do to, it next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll change the title of this because we wanted to talk about next week about, well, we want to do this two weeks in a row now, nationalism. We'll change it out. Guys, I'm right. not a nationalist. I'm an American. I'm a citizen. I'm a Christian. I'm not about America. These colors don't run. I'm about the spirit of God bringing liberty into the hearts and minds of man. It just so happened that America happened to be the land that we wrote it down in. Okay? Liberty is an idea that all men, you know why? Because why were they fighting so hard in Canada? Why are they fighting so hard in, in Ukraine and, and all these other places? And I'm not I'm not getting involved in that mess. I, that, <laughs> look, dude, Ukraine's president or whatever, he's a dictator too. They've enslaved, they've literally unionized and they've colonized all of the media now to follow the government narrative. Don't believe the lie that he's a good dude, okay? Just you gotta do your own homework, okay? But why are they fighting for liberty in Africa? Why are they fighting for liberty yeah. in other parts of the world? Because liberty is not an American ideal, it's an ideal that God gives us. And so nationalism and, 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 and a Christian and an American is so different, right? A citizen, I should say. I want to go on that liberty train for just a second. So C.S. Lewis has, has an argument that he makes in terms of the spiritual, uh, in, in terms of heaven, of God, whatever. His argument is, look, 
the fact you have a desire for it means that it's something that exists. It's something that's real. It's a deeper truth, right? So he uses the argument of food. Why do we have a desire for food? Because it's necessary for us and it's real. It exists. Why do we have a desire for water? It's real. It's necessary. It exists. We need it. The same thing happens in terms of heaven, God, spirituality. I would argue the same thing has been implanted in us by God. That's it, Ginger. In, in reference to liberty. That's it. Ginger got it. The, the idea of liberty yeah. has been implanted in us. We have a desire. Something in us kicks back against oppression. Why? Because God has planted it in us. And so, therefore, what you're seeing is out of whether Canada, Ukraine, Zimbabwe, wherever, Hong Kong, people push against oppression because there's something ingrained in them deeper down that says, no, liberty is something granted to me, it is an unalienable right, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. We say those words all the time, and the problem is we've decided, well, they're just cliche terms that the you founders want... happen to throw in there. Yeah. No, liberty was pressed in there for an exact reason, Come a on! deep truth that they recognize is liberty is not just men's idea of like, hey, maybe we should be so, free. It is God-given. Come on. Come on. So, dude. You, oh, you're rocking my boat here, buddy. Because <laughs> listen, you want to know how I know that the, the, the American, or I'm sorry, the liberty ideals put in man. Watch this. Uh, this is Romans 8, 20, 8, 18, 22. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed unto us. We're looking for liberty from this world, right? For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature, verse 20, was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of whom subjected in the same in hope. Because the creature itself shall also be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. We're always looking for something great. That's why people in sin are angry, frustrated. They, they commit suicide sometimes. And I was in that camp, right? That's why we look for pornography. We're looking for some kind of liberty in ourselves to fulfill what's in us. And it, Go ahead. No, no, no. Finish your point. So, and then okay, it says this, verse 22. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain until now. Not only they, but ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. We're looking for liberty in this world. We're finding it in fleshy means in a lot of ways. That's why we're seeing the lost do what they do. I, and I want, you said something that I think we tend to pass over, and it just hit me as you read it. Subject to vanity. Let's explore that for a moment. Subject to vanity. Think about what I immediately what came to mind was the idea of China, a, a dictatorial communist regime who wants to press upon all of their people the exact way that the government wants them to live in order to further the pursuits of the nation in the spiritual realm, in God's existence. That is complete vanity. Come on, dude. How many times has oppression been put on people in the pursuit of vanities? It doesn't, vanity is, is it's, it's useless. It's, it's, it doesn't have concrete nature right. to it. That's right. It doesn't have eternal significance. It's vanities of vanities. You are like a dust to the Lord. And so these kingdoms, they rise and they fall, they build and they decay. This idea, all of, all of these nations, kingdoms, whatever, are vanities. 
So when you are not living in the liberty of Christ, you are subject to the vanities of the world and of the human cursed condition. Sin creates vanities because sin cannot produce anything of eternal True. righteousness. I think that's where this is why we're coming at it from this angle. You cannot stop. We're, we're, we're born in sin. We altogether have it. Right. And we need the savior. We needed sacrifices. We needed something to alleviate the pressure, the condemnation, the weight of our sin, the conviction of it. Right. What I love about being a believer is, is that he removed not only the condemnation of my sin, but gave me the Holy Spirit to keep me and to to remind me, to convict me of righteousness. Not convict me of being a Christian, convict me of my righteousness. So in other words, he constantly reminds me of how righteous, now I'm righteous seed, I'm born of a new nature, all those things and more. I used to look at that scripture, he came into the world to, to what is it, to, to uh, sin, righteousness, and judgment. Right. I used to look at that at condemnation, it's not anymore. I look at that, no, he convicts me of righteousness. Because I were convicts, and, and I want you to build off of this, that we're convicts, we as Christians automatically assume conviction is only bad. You're only convicted in a bad way. I feel bad about this. That's my conviction. No, conviction is, is convincing you. Think about that. That word conviction, that root convince, it's, it's to bring you to agreements. Bingo. Come on. So you're being convicted of your righteousness. Yes. You're being brought into agreement of the fact that you are righteous. Why? Because we are covered in the robes of righteousness through Christ. Dude, so so there you go. Titus 2 says, the grace of God that appears unto all men that brings salvation teaches me to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. And and what you got what you got to see is grace and love teach me to walk in holiness. Right? Joe just said something really cool. He said you'll do more on accident than you ever could on your own effort when you walk in the grace of God and because it's something truth. else leading you, man. The, yeah. the spirit of God will not lead you to sin. So what's really cool is like when I started figuring this out that I just have to submit to him and he'll lead me because I'm by, by nature, a doer, I got to do something. Right. So when he's like, no, I want you to walk like this. It's like, okay. And it's almost restricting, but it's not restricting. He's restraining your flesh, man. He's teaching your body to go under subjection. He's teaching you these things. Why? So you walk in holiness, right? Without which no man shall see the Lord. The Bible says, if you don't have holiness, you won't see the Lord. You can't see him. One of the fruits of the spirit, patience. Truth. Because there's a time and a place for what the Lord wants to do, right? And so you as a doer, God. right? You as a doer, yeah. go, 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 go. That's but right. The Lord's saying, look, time is not ripe yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have patience. I'll give you patience. I'll build patience in you. That'll become a fruit of yours to where I can do it in the right moment, the right time, so that it will flourish correctly. You look at Abraham. What, one of the issues he and Sarah had was, they didn't have patience for the promise of the Lord to come to fruition fruit. That's right. And then we try to do it in our own strength. And, and uh, uh, Joe said this too. There's a bunch of cool comments. <laughs> Gloria just said, love it. Conviction draws me to the Lord. Right. Amen. Uh, here's another one. Uh, let's see. Someone said, thank you, father. Jesus is not coming back for a weak church. We have to seek him more and more and he'll give us more. Amen. Because yeah. you're, you're faithful in the little, right? Uh, here's another one. It says this grace. Ooh, listen to this. Dude, you got to write a book. Grace is offensive to religion because it takes all of our self-righteousness away. There's no righteousness in you when you walk in grace because it's not even you. Yeah, You can't even say why I walk in holiness. I can't explain to you why. It just overtakes, right? There's a, there's a power uh, that overtakes you. Uh, let's see. Uh, amen. And so, oh, yeah, dude. Last note. I, I, want, I want to say it this way. Last note. 
there uh, where sin abounds, grace does much more. There's way much more of the level of grace than there is the level of sin. There's way more depths of grace than there is the, the temptations of sin. When you walk in grace, he gives you an authority and a power to destroy. First mm-hmm. John 3, when he says Jesus Christ is manifested to destroy the works of the devil. So the spirit of God in me, now this grace, I walk in grace now. I don't have to sin. I don't have to walk in these things. And it's so much truth here. There's so much truth here. We were talking can, about weed and now we're on this. Can I can I build off that for yeah. just a second? Because you were talking about the gates of hell, right? And and Pastor Todd has done a great teaching on this. And I think this applies. I love what you said of the fact that sin is not deeper than grace and righteousness, right? Sin is shallow. Gates, what do gates do? They don't move. Gates don't take territory. Gates try to protect defensively territory. Gates of hell will not prevail. In other words, grace and righteousness will move into the territory of sin. Sin is not strong enough nor deep enough to defend against grace and righteousness. That should be an encouragement. You have overcome. This is that whole idea. You have overcome. Why? Because the righteousness of Christ is in you. They may take your flesh. They may take your body. But God still reigns supreme. None that the Father has put in my hand is able to pluck out. There should be your comfort and joy, believer. That's your comfort and joy. None who's, who the Father has put in his hand is able to pluck them out. That's, that's huge, man. I can't maintain me. I just maintain the vine. Like I go into the vine. I am abiding. That's all I can do. Like literally he does the rest. Now I act on what he tells me. I act on. Okay. I know Joe wants us to do a podcast or a show. I want to, I want to say this. Don't be that believer. That's deceived into thinking. This is how I fight. My battles is only just praying about them and worshiping about them. Did you know Jehoshaphat had to go to the battlefield still? Right. David went to the battlefield and God did the rest. Right. Jehoshaphat went to the battlefield. God did the rest. Uh, the walls of Jericho, they went to the walls of Jericho. Then God did the rest. So you got to show up to the fight and watch God discomfit your enemies. Watch him bring a strong delusion against them. Watch him bring confusion. But don't be naive to think that, hey, if I just pray about America. No, man, get in the war, but watch him move. He's looking for the believer to move, man. You got to show up to the fight. I think that's where we miss it. This is how I fight my battles. I love that song. You know how I fight my battles? I show up and then I do. Then I depend and I lean. But I got to go to that fight. Lord, there's a, there's a war going on for the soul of this nation and our children. You don't believe me? Look at Disney. Right? So there, there's a war going on. I have to show up to that war. Then he takes over. Then I'm dead at that point. Uh, Lord, we need the world to get the gospel. Don't pray for that. Pray for the laborers. Don't pray. They're already lost. They're white for the harvest. That's good. Yeah, we show up and we move, man. Right? So there's there's this thing that we need to pray now for the laborers, not for the harvest. Lord, I pray that the souls that are lost get saved. Cool prayer. But he said, don't. they're white for the harvest, y'all. Yeah, because Christ specifically says the laborers are few. Now, if he was, if he wanted you to be praying for the harvest itself, he would say, pray that the harvest will come. But what he's saying is, no, the harvest is already here. We don't have enough laborers. We need more people to go out. Start praying for more laborers. Bro, well, laborers are few. <clears throat> so what we're saying is when you're praying, pray that the Lord brings other people alongside you and sends you out. 
and they're there, guys. They're they there. there. They're there. And there's a lot of people that your courage will engage into more courage if you just enact yourself. People what, are uh, so waiting for somebody what to are, do it. My favorite movie, Braveheart. When he says, men don't follow titles, they follow courage. Men don't follow titles, they follow courage. I don't give a crap if you're a PhD in your stupid theology papers. And I'm not calling theology stupid. I'm saying we depend on the theology and we put this on. A... Can I go here for a minute? Sure. It's almost like that's the accolade is letters of commendation. Paul spoke against. I didn't need letters of commendation. You're my letter of uh, uh, commendation. It's the fruit of your life. You're our letter. You're written for the whole world to see. Let the fruit be your letter. All the other stuff's great. I'm, I, I love teaching. I'm still learning theology. I'm learning all these other things. Don't let that be your end. Let that be your launching pad into the fruit of what God wants you to be in, right? Courage, 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 courage. Guys, who have you to fear? I don't fear who can destroy the body. I fear him who can destroy both soul and body and cast him in the, I fear that. And when you have the fear of God, there's a, there's a, there's a different level of love you have for the Lord. The fear of God the, is the beginning of... of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is understanding, the Bible says, right? In Proverbs. Mm -hmm. So the courage in you will move you and it will move others, guys, because that's the encouragement. I sure hope you guys got something. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we went a whole different track, but hey, dude, God's good. We'll Amen. save we'll save the nationalism talk for, for next week. Yeah. This was good. This was a lot more important. And and and, and and I wanna I wanna engage the viewers. Go to go go to other pages that are killing it right now. Yeah. Go to Joseph Z. Uh, dot com. You guys Please. can get on his live broadcast. He's always on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, Shalene does some morning. Shalene's on here. She does some like morning Bible studies when she can. Uh, other things. Uh, there's there's some there's some evangelists on here. The Jimenezes are on here. Uh, uh, Dale Tucker was just on here. He's starting to head up our men's ministry. I mean, guys, we got fighters. Go take this message to the streets. Go take this message to your friends and family. Share this video if you guys want to see some more. Uh, people set free and delivered. Amen. That's what we want. Guys, we showed a video, video earlier of our new constitution course and our new uh, government versus God course. Get on those things. You guys want to know, I get this question all the time. I just want to know what you know. How do I do it? S-T-U-D-Y. Work. Study to show yourself approved. That's how you do it. So go online, theselfevidenttruth.com. Uh, I just pinned, I pinned a comment. Uh, you guys can get up. It's on the top there. If you want to support our ministry, guys, you guys want to see some some souls being saved. You guys want to see the work of God in a whole different way. We're just different. You know, I, I can't explain it. Yeah. The way we talk about liberty, it's almost like we're, we're, we're confusing the Christian in a lot of ways. And we're, we're definitely confusing the world. And, and we get people who are like, but it's okay. And once okay they hear, that, once they hear yeah. liberty though, they're like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. So we're bringing liberty and the gospel together. They work it's, hand in hand. And the, the beautiful thing is we are not theocrats. We're not the, the, your typical Christian conservative. We're not the evangelical Republican movement. Like, no, we understand the spiritual significance of liberty. Now, I'm not saying there aren't other people that understand that, but yeah. that's our whole jumping off point is the spiritual significance yep. of liberty and the spiritual truth yeah. of liberty. And, and guys, if you have not been a torchbearer yet, we're starting a whole new thing with the torchbearers. The torchbearers are a monthly program uh, designed to, to build a base and an army of what we have. Joe calls it his red seven K and, and he does his thing. And guys, we support them monthly. Go do that. But this ministry is, is just a whole different ground. We're reaching. It's, it's not just politics. I don't give a crap about, you know, going on Fox news and stuff. I care about the people and we're, I want those people to be in those positions of authority. 
those positions of giving the rights back to the people, their authority back. So that's what we're after. We're just a different, we're just a different ground, I guess, you know, but we also preach the gospel many times and uh, seeing a soul set free. We're seeing, like I said, last week's fruit, the week before, man, dude, when you have people asking for the baptism, because they've never seen that before and you're reading people's mail, it's so fun to be prophetic and watch God move on people's prayers, dude. It's so cool. But then the Lord justifies that by allowing us to continue to do it and put courage in other people. So if you want to be a torchbearer, go on the self-evident truth, the links down below and be a monthly partner and, and be a part of what we're doing. And we're going to send some exclusive content every month. Um, and hopefully within a month, we'll be going on hopefully live two to three days a week. That's our, that's our goal, or at least have pre-programmed stuff, but going three days a week, because there's so much information we got to get out there. I kind of let go of my mental block on this stuff. I, I never wanted to hit current events, but I realized God, we need, Okay. <laughs> the Bible says that we, we need to understand the times. If you read the book of Ruth and Esther, those who understood the times knew the law and they knew justice. And I fear we only have one side of things. Like we understand justice, but not the law, or we understand the law, but no justice, right? Because we try to manipulate the law to remove justice. We need to understand both. And I believe God is using that in this way for us to bring that, to bring the scripture, to bring law, to bring justice, to bring equity, truth, right? We're all set free. And so we're bringing a balance of things, but also enacting the Christian to go do what they're called to do. So right. there's just so much we could talk about, guys. We got a ton of stuff. Uh, and and so look at all these, look at all these comments. <laughs> My day start, starts off great with these casts. Thank you, guys. Praise Amen. God, Andrew. Thank you, man. I was born in the liberties of Dublin. Now I know why God arranged for me to be born there. Amen. Amen. Come on, Deidre. Deidre. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's see. Uh, the gospel's weaved all the way through this broadcast. Praise God. Amen. It's winning souls. Love this ministry. Praise the Lord. Y'all are funny. Yes, we know. <laughs> um, not prideful. Just kind of know. Uh, let's see. Guys, again, go and support us. The Self-Evident Truth. Go get those courses. Enlighten your, dude, get your mind on the things of God and watch him move. If you don't have hope, God, we just minister hope right now in the name of Jesus that, Lord, they could see the spirit of God in all of this, that the Lord is sitting in the heavens and laughing at the plans of the enemy. That, yes, Lord, we'll see trying times. But, Father, we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. God, we are hoping and praying. And I'm not saying, I'm not naive. There's things that are going to happen. We believe by the Spirit of the Lord. We believe by the Spirit of God that he's moving on the behalf of the righteous and that those righteous people are going to bring other righteous people in. Mm -hmm. That, Lord, it doesn't matter when they come in at the beginning of the day or at the end. He'll still pay us the same. God is so faithful because we should never be jealous of that. We should be honored by that, that more people came on the boat to go with us across the sea, the sea of faith, that Lord, you would enact us to move in the things of God, that we would begin to take you by faith. And guys, I'm just going to share this piece of advice with you. If it was possible, it would not be faith. And the fact that it is impossible shows us our need for Jesus Christ, our need for the spirit of God. So it is by faith. We walk in this. So let it be impossible. And let's see God move eh? Lord, we pray a blessing over our children, our future that we're praying into, that we're sowing into. We thank you, God, that you would enact them as well, that they would be known by the Lord, known by the Holy Spirit, and they would know the Spirit. John 17. We just thank you, Lord. You enact their giftings at a young age, Father. We can train them up in the way they go. So we don't let Disney do it. We don't let all these other places do it. We let the Spirit of God do it in the name of Jesus. We let the Word of God do it, and that there's a balance there. And Lord, we just pray for salvations, and we thank you, Lord, for the miracles, signs, and wonders that will follow those that believe. And that, Father, through this cast, people are just excited to go out there and share the gospel. They're excited to go out there and share the love of Jesus. And we're not afraid. We don't have fear. We have faith. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Amen. We love you guys, man. All we right. Had, had a ton of comments here. I can't even respond to them all. 
Uh, let's see. You guys have the best merch. We do. Thank you. Hey. And we have new shirts coming out, guys. <laughs> oh, man. We got some new stuff, y'all. It's going to be cool. And, and I'm I'm more eccentric than, than most on these shirts. But, like, God is good. And, and guys, your support is so awesome. Uh, God bless you guys. We will see you next week. Next week. All right. All Love right. you guys. Love you guys.